0: Welcome to Self Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you have a few relatives that, well, just kind of drive you crazy. Or maybe they're relatives that you don't really get along with, but they're family. So what is a person supposed to do when the holidays roll around? You know, when everyone's searching for the perfect Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving or Christmas. Well, here's my story. What? I exclaimed. I can't believe they invited us for Christmas this year. Pedro shrugged and replied, they are family. I know. Just the thought of spending my precious vacation time with family members we didn't feel close to made me feel resentful and annoyed. But because family called, we answered. We shivered at night in their cold house and felt hunger pangs at their strange eating hours. On the third day, we made a Costco run and stocked up on food and blankets. By the time we left, we swore to never inconvenience them with our presence again even if they asked. Going into the situation, we knew what might happen. Many of our visits over the years contained the same elements of invitation, lack of hospitality, leaving on a bad note. We could have avoided the hurt feelings if we had taken the time to communicate ahead of time. Don't get me wrong. I, too, have fallen prey to bad hostess syndrome. One time, a family member and her kids visited us and I found one of the kids sobbing in the corner of the living room. What's wrong? My gentle questioning got me nowhere. I finally talked to the mom and discovered that my young guest felt isolated by the sleeping arrangements. When I assigned rooms, I did so to give everyone a bit of privacy, not force isolation on anyone. I had used my preferences instead of talking with my guest about what they preferred I learned to check with guests ahead of time about sleeping arrangements, meal schedules, and entertainment. Since Pedro and I both work in education, I always felt that certain family members expected us to do the traveling. But instead of talking with them about it, I just simmered in mild resentment for years. I finally decided that I would either need to address my perception or let it go. But hanging on to perceptions and resentments does nothing For my mental health. As a second child peacemaker, learning to address problems when they arise has taken a long time. I've had to learn to get along without my oversized bag of suppressed emotions and learn to kindly state how I feel at the time. Not easy for an introvert. Now I think about it as making a choice between whacking a mole when it pops up or catching the mole and letting it rot in my bag of resentments. Not a pretty picture. Resentments stink. My husband kindly points out that sharing how I feel at the time makes life better for everyone. I learn slowly, but I do learn. When September and October roll around, some folks can't wait for pumpkin spice lattes and fall decorations. I stress about receiving invitations we'll feel obliged to accept. I've discovered that I need to prepare myself mentally for the holidays and time outside of my comfort zone. The sooner I start, The better. Maybe you can relate to this introvert's dilemma. Spending time with people you love can drain your batteries faster than leaving the headlights on all night during a snowstorm. For some, just the thought of spending time with extended family brings on a case of the hives or the heebie jeebies. You love your family and you love seeing them, but before every visit, you anticipate the potential drama. You know that Uncle Ed will make at least one racist comment over Thanksgiving dinner. Aunt Edna will berate the children, who are now in their 20s, for dribbling imaginary crumbs at the table. Grandpa Bob will bring up that time you barfed all over him back before you could walk. Maybe things with your family feel more like a Jerry Springer episode than a Norman Rockwell picture. Don't give up hope, though. Start planning now. A little advanced planning can go a long way towards lessening the stress and drama of family gatherings. You can help rewrite the holiday script. It takes hard work and a willingness to revise. A lot of prayer helps, too. God wants us to get along with each other, and he'll send the Holy Spirit to help you out. Pray before you speak, and pray as you plan. These five hacks should help you plan for visiting other people. Hack number one, initiate open conversations. Talk with your spouse and children. Find out what they love and hate about the holidays. It's possible that everyone has silently suffered over countless holidays out of a mistaken sense of loyalty to you and your quirky family members. Maybe your kids don't want to spend any time around Aunt Edna, Uncle Ed, and Grandpa Bob. That's okay. Hack number two, don't be afraid to break with tradition. Determine ahead of time, far in advance, how you want to spend the holidays, so that when someone invites you, you can honestly tell them that you have previous plans. You have permission to tell family members. Our family voted to spend Thanksgiving at home this year. Hack number three, set boundaries early. If you do decide to spend a holiday meal or overnight visit with quirky relatives, set boundaries about how long you will stay. And... Where you will stay. It's okay to say, hey, our family would like to stay in a hotel this year, so we'll be in the area and we'd love to join you for dinners, events, and outings, but we feel like we need our own personal space this year. Hack number four Be honest, even if it makes you uncomfortable. We hosted a family reunion at our home once, and some of the relatives chose to camp 15 miles away. Their actions hurt me at the time. In retrospect, I understand that they simply didn't want to offend me. They knew we don't drink, and they wanted to celebrate in their own way. I would have appreciated their honesty. So make sure you're honest with your relatives. Hack number five, pick your battles. If you know that Uncle Ed struggles with racist ideology, decide your approach. Know ahead of time how you will react Will you quietly say, Uncle Ed. When I hear racist statements, I feel uncomfortable, angry, frustrated, sad. You can pick the word. Please don't generalize about people. Or will you simply change the conversation and debrief with your kids later? If you know that Aunt Edna will berate your kids for a perceived infraction of her house rules, talk with your kids. Do they want you to stick up for them? If they do, plan a polite response to Aunt Edna ahead of time that you can genuinely say in love. Whatever you do, go through past scenes from ugly Christmases and ugly Thanksgivings and think about what was said and how you could handle it differently. I know I'm not very good at coming up with quick responses when I'm under pressure. Hack number six, if you decide to host a holiday event, make sure you include as many people as possible in the planning process. Find out from the kids, yours and their cousins, what kinds of activities they would like to do. Find out from the adults what makes holidays special for them. Divide and conquer the work. You don't have to do it all. And people are usually very willing to help. Do whatever you can to make the holiday special without wearing yourself out, either emotionally or physically. Taking care of the sticky parts of the holidays early will help you enjoy them more. But it might not happen this holiday season It might take a few years to open lines of productive communication, but don't give up hope. You may always feel the tension between the Norman Rockwell holidays of your dreams and the Jerry Springerish reality. But learning to handle the tensions with prayer and grace will help eradicate the drama and keep you from feeling like you want to explode when January rolls around. So don't forget these six hacks to help you avoid family drama over the holidays. Hack number one, initiate open conversations. Hack number two, don't be afraid to break with tradition. Hack number three, set boundaries early. Hack number four, be honest even if it makes you uncomfortable. Hack number five, pick your battles and plan your approach. Hack number six, if you decide to host a holiday event, involve as many people as possible in the planning so that everyone has buy-in. Come back next week when I'll talk about the gift you need to give yourself during the holidays. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.